This is BetQL Daily on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM. Final hour this Memorial Day Monday here on the BetQL Network with Ryan Rothstein. I'm the sports machine, Sean Levine. Let's talk a little baseball. Full slate of games on deck today. Cleveland at Baltimore. Baltimore's the minus 150 money line. Texas, minus 175 favored at the road, on the road against Detroit. My Royals, terrible baseball team at St. Louis. Cardinals, minus 210. Tampa, no surprise, minus 135 at the Cubs. Colorado on the road at Arizona. Diamondbacks, early season surprise at minus 185. Minnesota at Houston. Pittsburgh at San Francisco. Atlanta at Oakland. Atlanta's favored to win that game by two and a half runs, minus 250 on the money line. Poor Oakland. We were just talking about how good the American League East is and all those teams over 500. I'm looking at the standings. Everybody in the American League West is also over 500 except for the A's. You've got Texas leading the way at 33 and 19. Let's start there, Ryan. If you're talking about surprise teams, maybe teams that you thought were going to be good that have been a whole lot better or teams you didn't have too much expectation for, Who's pulled it off on the good side so far? Because to me, it's Texas. I thought Texas was going to be pretty good. I like the moves they made this offseason. I didn't think, though, that about a third of the way into the season, they'd be leading that division. I thought it'd either be Houston or the Mariners. You probably could have even talked me into the Angels. But the fact that the Rangers are 33-19 and 19 early on, really impressive. Yeah. I mean, we, we talked about Baltimore as a team that has – certainly come out the, the gates hot here and I still say come out the gates because it's not it's not June just quite yet um you know I don't know I, I think you look at you look at the Blue Jays what 10 and a half 11 games back um I, you know I I think they're they're a team that's going to be a little bit better than what they've been able to do I mean they're 28 and 26 but my point is I think they're going to be able to compete in that division when we get to August um you know or, or September I, I think you know, for sticking with what I keep the closest eye on in the NL East, this is a division that I thought was going to be really competitive, and it really hasn't been the case at all in the first couple months of this MLB season. It's just been the story of the Atlanta Braves. It's been the Atlanta Braves show. Uh, the Phillies have been dealing with a lot of injuries and just a lot of inconsistent play. Offense has been bad, and that's what they have um, – you know, signed up for as what they need to, to be a, a championship contender is just their offense. They've been leaving runners in scoring position almost daily. Their starting rotation has four pitchers instead of five. Um, it, it's, it's a mess. Trey Turner is starting to come alive, but you gave him $300 million. He's in the worst slump of his entire career. Um, so, yeah, I mean, my, I guess my point there is I, I think – the NL East is going to end up being a little bit more competitive and coming back to earth when we get to middle of July, but that's been a surprise. Um, I, I don't know. What, what about you? Phillies will get it figured out. Their manager went to KU like I did. He's a Jayhawk. So it's all gravy, baby. I'm with you though. Like a little bit of an early season surprise, 25 and 28 are the Phillies. The Marlins are the team that's surprising a lot of people right now in the National League East over 500. Not a lot of expectations for them. They're 28 and 26. The Mets, they were bet MGM's third favorite to come out of the National League behind the Dodgers and the Braves at the beginning of the year, and they're playing 500 baseball. What say you about the Mets? It feels like you keep talking about how early on the season it is. They're that team where it's like, all right, just chill out, bro. There's 110-something games left in the baseball season or 105-plus games. The Mets, to me, are that team that just wait. They're going to get it right. 
Oh, I, I, I completely disagree because they're typically the team that we say, just wait, they're going to get it wrong. Um, they, they typically always seem to collapse at, at the end of the season. It's, it's like all oh, the Mets, uh, you know, they're, you know, they have this roster, they spent all this money. Um, I just don't believe in them. Like last season is the, one of the perfect examples of, we talked about the Mets for four straight months. And then when it was all said and done, you know, they, they just weren't anything special at all when it really mattered. So, um, I don't, I just don't believe in the Mets just because I haven't seen it. They have the capability, they have the talent. There is a lot of baseball in front of them. Um, but I'm not buying it, right? Like if I have to buy low right now, it's probably the Phillies and that's, there's a little bias there, but they, they just have the talent from top to bottom to, for that to make sense. And, and we've seen them do it, right? We, we haven't seen this Mets team do it at all in recent years. So I'm, I'm just still uncertain about them. All right, if we're talking about National League teams as stocks and we're trying to buy low, I got one for you. How about those San Diego Padres who spent a billion dollars, and that's actually not too much of an exaggeration. I think it was like a half a billion dollars in the offseason, and they tried to improve everywhere. And you look at their lineup, and it looks unbelievable on paper. And here we are. They're 24 and 29. They play in the same division as the Dodgers. And the problem is it's not just the Dodgers they're looking up at in the standings. It is the Dodgers, also the Diamondbacks, also the Giants, all playing pretty good baseball. At some point, as early as it is in the season, it's not going to be. They better get it right by the All-Star break, the Padres. I don't think they're going to do what they did last year, where have a really hot last month of the season, find their way in the back door of the playoffs, then end up in the championship series. I just think that we're wrong about them. Um, I, what, what makes you, what makes you feel that way though? They're just something. I feel like I, every time I watch them, I have to take a shower. They make me feel dirty. You know what it is? I bet a lot on them and I lose. That's been the problem. They get hooked a lot. They lose a lot of games. Like by, if you bet them on the money line, they lose a lot of games by that half a run. So it's just, they, they're just dirty. And again, they play in a division where we talk about this a lot. Like, it'd be great if you're an average baseball team to play in an average division, right? If you're Cleveland or if you're Minnesota, if you're the White Sox, you're going to be in it the entire year. If you're the Padres, you could really bury yourself here. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree with that completely. I think that's fair. Um, I don't know. I, I, I like their, their chances of, of getting it right. Um, and, and being back in the mix, sort of like how they were last year, um, what do we do? We buy the Angels at all? Man, if they were a stock, I don't think I'm touching them. But I want to see you buy them because I want to see what happens to it, right? Like I want to call you and be able to be like, "Oh man, you made a bunch of money." I want to call you when you know Shohei Otani wins 23 games and has an ERA of 1.9, and Mike Trout has 44 home runs and 122 RBI, and they go 500 and miss the playoffs. Either way, it'd be fun. But I don't want to <laughs> bet on them. Would you put money on them? <laughs> Um, it's tempting. Yeah. Yeah, I would. I, I mean, yeah, I sound a little bit hypocritical because I talked about history, you know, as it relates to the Mets and why I don't believe in them. But you know, the Angels, they have Mike Trout and they have Otani and they haven't been necessarily awesome. I mean, Otani's always awesome, but they can be better, I think, is my point early on so far in this season. They are two games above 500. Maybe, maybe this is the year that they get into the playoffs, right? I, I think depending on what number we're talking about, depending on what bet we, we really are, are thinking about making. But, yeah, as far as at least Angels to be a playoff team, I, I can see myself buying that right now.
Of course, Mike Trout always in the MVP conversation. Shohei Otani coming off of an MVP a season ago. As far as that goes right now, like the numbers are sometimes a little bit skewed early on in the season. I'm always tempted just to go with Aaron Judge, right? Like you look at his numbers right now, plus 700. Shohei Otani is the favorite at minus 130. The problem with putting money on Otani, especially this early and I hate even talking about injuries before they happen, but he's just out there a lot, right? It could be his arm. It could be something on the base pass. It could be something out in the whatever. So I feel a little more comfortable putting that plus 700 on Aaron Judge. Jordan Alvarez, good money at 20 to 1. Same thing with Mike Trout, as I mentioned, at 20 to 1. If you think the Blue Jays are going to get right, like you said, Vlad Guerrero Jr. has got to be a big reason at 25 to 1. Yeah. Same thing with Bo Bichette. So this is a fun futures bet to make, right? Because, like, if a guy gets hot in the middle of summer, then you're just hoping that he stays healthy. But to me, 7-1 to one on Aaron Judge, already has 15 home runs early on in the season, looks pretty tasty to me. Yeah, you, I mean, you can never go wrong with Aaron Judge, especially if you're getting a number like 7-1 to one with, with the guy of, of his stature and, and capability. You know, what about Mike Trout? You know, I, I bring up the Angels. Uh, if if they end up becoming a playoff team, I mean, isn't Mike Trout going to be a massive factor uh, and driving force behind that? And I, I love that number. It's it's juicy. Him at 20 to 1. You mentioned Vlad, Vlad Guerrero Jr., 25 to 1. I like that as well. Um, but, man, I mean, let's just be real here. I mean, as long as Otani stays healthy, how is it not Otani? I mean, minus 130, he's probably still by far and away the best bet. So he's leading the league in strikeouts right now. He has 90 of those, an ERA under three, hitting right around 300. Damn, yeah, that's not a terrible argument. Aaron Judge, like I said, leading the American League, 15 home runs ahead of Garcia for Texas, Alvarez for Houston, Rafael Devers out there in Boston has 13. And then if you want one of those Blue Jays, there's a couple of those guys that are on that list. Bo Bichette is an interesting one. He's hitting 338 right now for those Blue Jays in the American League. Yeah, it is kind of fun to look up and down the standing so far early this year because there are a lot of teams that we had high expectations for that are pretty good, right? Like you look at teams like the Braves, kind of like we expected. I thought the Rays were going to be pretty good. But at some point, Ryan, and I don't know how soon it comes, there's going to be some sort of separation because it feels like right now it's just a big mess with a bunch of teams. In the American League, I ain't putting a dollar on my Royals because they stink, but in theory, they're only 11 and a half games back. So if they had a good two weeks, they're still in the thick of things. But really, everyone besides the Royals and the A's yeah. in the American League, you could probably talk me into putting a few bucks down on. Yeah, it, it feels – not only does it feel wide open, it is wide open, right? I mean, the the D-value the D – devaluation is that what i'm looking for of major league sure. baseball's regular season yeah we'll, we'll go with it that, like the regular season doesn't matter in baseball is that fair to say what like oh, it, what sure. does it matter I, mean, I would say i would I, I would say the same thing for the nba though wouldn't you like haven't we seen the way that this postseason has played out that the regular season matters to an extent but also we can only complain about guys resting their players when you see how in the playoffs Seeding really, I mean, look, the Lakers made it all the way to the conference finals. The Miami Heat tonight, one game away. By the way, we're going to talk more Heat on the other side. If they win tonight, they had to play in the play-in game. Now if they win tonight, they're in the NBA finals. So, yeah, I mean, to some extent for these, we're talking about 162 games here. 
seating only matters so much. Yeah, well, the NBA is certainly the leader of that um, model, but you can say it almost in every sport, certainly in hockey, you know, but baseball, we look at teams having these massive off, off season spending buku bucks and it doesn't matter, right? Like it, it, if we pull up the last 10 to 20 World Series matchups and World Series winners, you know, how many teams that finished the regular season with the best record ended up winning the, the championship, the World Series? Uh, not not many, not many. We talk about the Dodgers every year, right? Like going back even further, teams that uh, were stacked, teams that win 100-plus games, they, they, don't, they don't end up winning at all. So you can six. make a lot of bets six right now. Six is the answer, by the way. I look while you were talking. Six out of the last 20 have had the best record. So you're right. Like, it doesn't happen that often. So if you're a better and you want a team, you look at the Rays and they go really deep, or I should say they keep winning games and they win 110, 115 to Ryan's point. Sometimes that means they're going to have postseason success. And by the way, also, 13 of those teams did make the World Series. So, and that's just out of the last 20. So if you're a team with a really good record, you're probably going to go deep in the playoffs. (laughs) Good chance you make it to the World Series. Better chance you end up losing. With Ryan Rostein, I'm the sports machine, Sean Levine. We'll keep talking a little baseball here for a few minutes, and we'll switch gears back to the Eastern Conference Finals because we have a Game 7 tonight. We're talking AL MVP. What about NL MVP? Maybe that thing's in New York also. Pete Alonso has been killing it so far. Pete Alonso's numbers are silly. Hitting right around 300. He has 20 home runs. Damn. He has 20 home runs and he has 46 RBI. Feels like right now he should be the leader in the clubhouse, but you can get him at 13-1 to because Ronald Okuna Jr., who's also been great this year, is at even money. Freddie Freeman's your second favorite at 12-1. to Yeah, I look at a guy like Paul Goldschmidt, who is at 20-1 to right now uh, at BetMGM Sportsbook. That's a guy I, I certainly would feel comfortable uh, putting, my, putting my money on. Um, you know, and another one I'll throw out there is Bryce Harper, a guy that I'm close to the situation with because, you know, he's a guy that came back from injury now this season super fast, super fast. He's just an absolute freak of nature. And he's getting ready to play first base for the Phillies, right? Like, he is making a massive change right now uh, for himself individually for the betterment of this Phillies uh, ball club after you lose Hoskins for the year. So my point is Harper ends up playing first base. He ends up putting up numbers like he always does. He plays well at first, helps the Phillies turn this thing around. You know, that, that's, that has all the makings of Harper ending, you know, putting himself in contention, I'll say, at the least, to win NL MVP, and it's a great number. And the voters have shown us in the past, Ryan, that they like giving that guy MVP votes. And he's been deserving of them when he's won that award. He'd have to go off here in the second half of the season. The Phillies, damn it, you better start winning some baseball games if you want to be in any conversations for any awards. As I said, Acuna Jr. right now is the favorite at even money. That's crazy. Even money this early in the season for an MVP. Don't throw that down. You can get good money on Matt Olson, 35-1. to 1. Tatis Jr. right now right around 30-1. to 1. Max Muncy also hanging right around that number coming up next we'll talk a little bit more nba we got ourselves a game seven baby tonight you're locked into the bet ql network